Time to talk a little NBA basketball now with Craig Koshin from uh, the Milwaukee Bucks pre- and post-game show. Uh, among other things, we'll also talk a little uh, Milwaukee Brewers, hopefully, uh, later in the interview. But, uh, Craig, welcome to Sports 1440. You're with Kevin Carries and former NHLer David Schlemko. Uh, thanks for hopping on this morning. Yeah, you got it. How are you guys doing this morning? Today, doing tomorrow. I don't even know. Doing <laughs> <laughs> good. Have you had any sleep over the last 24 hours with everything that's been developing with the coaching situation in Milwaukee? Yeah, well, you know, yes. I mean, it's been it's been crazy. Um, I think, you know, I think the timing of of things like this in decisions is is maybe the greatest thing that maybe catches some people off guard but um you know when you see things brewing and and um you know it's been an interesting few months let's just put it that way um you know they're they decided to finally make a move here and um i I think they're going to be i think they're going to be better off for this let's just put it that way so what was it craig is it just the fact that maybe it's a team that is so close to being a championship team that they felt they needed a, a different voice with a little more experience. What what was it? Well, I mean, I think that's part of it. Um, but I, I think I think the real bottom line to this entire story scenario is you have uh, somebody in Adrian Griffin, um, and nothing against him. He's a good guy, um, but he is not an experienced veteran NBA coach. And I, I think he was asked and tasked to do a lot when they hired him. Um, the hire itself was uh, maybe a bigger eye-opener than his dismissal yesterday, to be honest with you, just because you're, you're taking over uh, a team that won the NBA championship a couple years prior to that, um, and then right after he gets here, um, you know, they trade for Dame. Um, and so, okay, rookie head coach who's been in the league for a long time is an assistant. Uh, good luck with this. Um, and, and let's face it, uh, Coach Bud, uh, who was here prior, for, you know, for five years, did a hell of a job, won him a, a championship. And, um, you know, NBA coaches don't last long with teams no matter what happens. But he had a, um, a heck of a defensive scheme and a lot of defensive success. And it couldn't be more of a 180 right now uh, for, for what we've seen out of this team since the coaching change. So, you know, there, there, there are a few things that go into it. I, I just think it was uh, a lot to ask out of a guy who has never been a head coach before um, at any level to, to do what they asked him to do. Hmm. Uh, Craig, you talk about the defense. Um, going from fourth and D deficiency to 22nd, does, does that all fall on Adrian, Adrian Griffin or is that uh, a little bit of everybody? I think it's a little bit of everybody. Um, you know, they brought they brought him in. Um, hopefully, it, at least the goal was as a transition to this team. Know these players know how to play defense, and and you've coached. Um, you know, the Raptors. You've been in charge of their defense the last several years, and it's been very good as well. Um, so I think they were hoping the transition would be smooth. Um, but you know, sometimes when you when you have your own ideas, you have. Uh, your own terminology, um, you, you have your own game plan, uh, and then right after, uh, again, they traded, traded uh, Drew Holiday mm-hmm. after they made this coaching uh, change to bring in Adrian, and, and that, that has a lot to do with it as well. He's, you know, Drew's getting older, don't get me wrong, maybe he doesn't have the, you know, the same quick step and, 
and all that, but um, he's so knowledgeable, and what he what he can help with is everybody else to be, you know, doing the thing they're supposed to be doing defensively as well. And and his lack of presence certainly has uh, had a lot to do with this as well. So, you know, I, I think all those things. It's just bottom line. I think it's just a combination that you know it certainly has not worked out on the defensive end at all. Craig Koshan, Milwaukee Bucks pre and post game host, uh, is our guest on the Sports fourteen forty show with Kevin Carries and David Schlemko on a beautiful Wednesday morning here in Edmonton, coming up to ten thirty. And when you look at Doc Rivers, uh, Craig, the experience is there. He's been around a long, long time. He won in two thousand eight with Boston. What kind of style will? the team kind of go will, will they take the identity under a doc rivers or, or is there a different kind of style that they'll play do you think moving forward you know i i think there's such talent on this team uh, i think when you make a, a change like the bucks um have made here and the and the type of person they're they're bringing in uh doc's such a um an engaging individual such a communicator um, highly successful. I mean, forget about all the criticism on um, him, you know, losing a lot of playoff games. He won a championship. He knows how to do that. Um, he's been around forever. Um, and I, I think they're going to take on his personality mm-hmm. to a point where it's like Doc may just get out of their way a little bit more than what they're used to mm-hmm. here right now, to be honest with you. And that's not a bad thing because he's got in my opinion, the, the experience and the voice to remind them of what needs to be done to win and what needs to get done to win championships. And, and I think that's what the, you know, the club is, is hoping this change will bring. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to having him, you know, be on the sideline from, from that standpoint alone, because, you know, Bud was very much business uh, when he was here, and and he's the one that that brought them you know the success and turned them into a championship winner and you know Doc's personality and Bud's personality uh, uh, certainly are very different that's for sure but uh, um, it's going to be an interesting transition from that standpoint but those are some of the things that that I think Doc will bring. Craig, how how would you say that the chemistry has started to mesh and where it's at with Damian Lillard since coming over in the trade with Giannis in the sense of what they're trying to do and incorporate with the two of them, obviously being the top two stars on the team, but are they kind of at that point where you see a real full-blown 100% chemistry or are they kind of still working on that? Oh, they're definitely still working on that. I think off the court, uh, everything is great, and I think that's the starting point. Um, I think on the court, I think part of this uh, confusion as well um, has been what what are they actually running offensively? It seems incredibly obvious that uh, Giannis can set a pick and he can roll and Dame can can do the same thing. It's just not going to be on one individual. Um, And and we just haven't seen uh, much of that at all. So uh, I, I think that's another thing that we should all expect to see. Um, it's going to make the players happy. Offensively, we know this team can score. Uh, there's no question about that. But I, I think there's going to be um, some different folds put into the into the file, if you will. And and um, you know they're going to continue to create that. I I personally, uh, when when Dame arrived, uh, was incredibly impressed by his professionalism and his willingness to take. 
a backseat to Giannis. Um, and there are some games where he hasn't had to. Um, he just feels it, and you can see it, and Giannis can see all that too. But this is Giannis's team. This is not a, a shared thing. And, and Dame, I think, is well aware of that. But, man, if, if, uh, if this is Giannis's deal, there couldn't be a, a, a guy any greater than Dame to be you know, his running mate through all of this. And, and I, going into this, I, I just said if they can get this done – together uh get in a rhythm get that chemistry you know intact by by the spring and then finish strong and and hopefully you know make a, a serious run at a championship I, I i always kind of viewed it that way that this is going to be developing for a long period of time so um, they made strides no question about it now craig end of the day this is a really good basketball team that's sitting pretty good in the standing still now is there was there a certain nail in the coffin or a certain sort of dysfunction that ultimately led to griffin being fired did he lose the room um you know was it something like that well you know from from what i understand from the team i i think the I don't think the players had um, a huge issue or a lot of pushback with him. I, I think I think there are a group of guys that, that play at this level that want to be coached. And, and I think, you know, those are the guys that maybe continued to go to him in the, in the last couple of months and say, hey, you know, what if we tweak the defense like this? Or what if we start, you know, uh, focusing on, you know, another aspect and, and, you know, Griff was pretty open to that. Um, I just think, I just think, you know, when Giannis went on went on a post game rant about uh, where's the strategy and all that after that Houston loss uh, about a month ago, um, to me that was really serious stuff. And I think ownership can see all that, um, and I think ownership, you know, wants some answers to some questions maybe we don't have because uh, they own the team. Um, so I think there was there was kind of a combination to all that. And and I also think that loss at Cleveland uh, last week, Jimmy Haslam is, is uh, one of the new owners of the team, and he sat courtside, and I don't think he enjoyed being in his hometown with his new basketball team losing by 40 points either. I'm not, I'm not saying he did this, but um, it's uh, it's a – I think it's a group decision, and in my opinion, in sports, professional sports, everything comes from the top and works its way down. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Craig Koshan, uh, Milwaukee Bucks pre- and post-game host uh, is our guest on Sports 1440. Would you say, Craig, that it is, uh, you know, the the Eastern Conference is still going through Boston, or is Milwaukee kind of toe-to-toe with them right now? And, I mean, Philly's in there too. Cleveland's still got a good team. Uh, where, where do you see the East kind of shaking down here? Well, I mean, after what the Bucks have gone through, uh, clearly it's it's Boston. They've they've been at the top really for uh, the majority of this season, and the Bucks have been right behind. Philly's been right behind. I mean, you have to look at those three teams uh, just based on on their veteran experience and success right now. Uh, and the Bucks have have some adjustments. Obviously, they need to make starting today. Uh, with Doc coming in, so uh, they'll be there for sure. Um, and it's uh, you know, heck, it's still it's still January, so we have a ways to go here. But um, I, I certainly would think that the standings, the way that we see them right now, are going to be pretty similar uh, to the end of the year. And the, you know, the Bucks obviously are hoping to be you know one of those teams in the East that can uh, overtake Boston. But 
Don't forget this. The, the Bucks had the easiest schedule in the league the first half of the year, and mm-hmm. now they have pretty much the toughest schedule to finish uh, in the last couple of months. So that's going to be an interesting twist as well. Boston, same scenario. Uh, they had, uh, I believe, the toughest schedule in the first half and will have maybe the easiest one in the second half. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. just want to kind of switch gears here, Craig. First, little NFL talk. I mean, Green Bay, the state of Wisconsin, must have been going bananas. They yeah. they were so close to upsetting San Fran and really, you know, with such a young team, I think it would be safe to say everyone in Wisconsin is pretty fired up about the future of the Packers. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster. A lot of question marks coming in with the transition of the new quarterback Jordan Love, and uh, no one's been happy with the defense all season long. They just fired Joe Barry uh, today, their defensive coordinator. Uh, but certainly, certainly as young as that offense was, and I think the the Packers were the youngest team to to make the playoffs in NFL history. And they hey, they won a game and could have won a second one they were right there as well so hopefully they'll be able to build on that experience you know the state's back to going crazy they yeah. they just want a quarterback once every 20 years thanks craig um moving on to baseball what's going on with the brew crew are they making a splash in free agency or what's going on well, they got they got Hoskins yesterday. That was big for them. Uh, they need to secure some positions, and and certainly uh, first base and DH um, is is a uh, you know that that uh, that was a huge pickup. That's for sure. And of course, he was out all last year with an ACL injury, so he's hoping to pick up on some really impressive numbers from the 2022 season. Um, I think that was a Brewer type of pickup for sure. Um, a good one there. Uh, I think right now, guys, I think the biggest question mark is is if Corbin Burns is going to be part of this team, you know, by the time they hit spring training or really by the time uh, they open up the season. Um, so, what, I mean, to me, uh, a lot is going to ride on that decision of whether or not to keep him, trade him, uh, try to make a, a last run with him. I don't know top to bottom if they're in a position to make a serious run right out of the gates here but um new manager and pat murphy you know counts is over uh with the cubs now and talk about shaking up a state certainly he did that last fall so um i don't know i i think they're going to be in in decent shape but uh, i don't think right now there's high expectations across baseball for a lot of success there, but they generally surprise everybody by the end of the year, it seems. You, you know, Craig, they got one of the top prospects coming up in the pipeline in Jackson Churio. Is he yeah. going to be ready to, for opening day? Is he a guy that comes up midseason? Where, where's uh, where's he kind of coming in the organization? Well, uh, I mean, I, I'll i be honest with you, I, I I don't think they give him that eight-year, $80 million deal without the thought of playing him right out of the gates. And and if he has some struggles at the major league level, hopefully they're not going to be too serious. But um, I think that's the plan going in. Um, He's certainly a a special human being and a special baseball player, uh, but he's really young and, you know, hasn't been here uh, in this country for a very long time either. Um, but yes, definitely that's the plan. I don't know if you expect a guy like that to make a huge splash right out of the gates, but I, I think he can be there for sure. 
Yeah, he's he's a top two, three prospect coming in here. So it uh, will be interesting to see. Really appreciate your time today, Craig. Uh, thanks for the insight on Milwaukee, uh, the Bucks, the Packers, and the Brew Crew. Appreciate it. You got it, guys. Have a great day.